Hi, everyone, and welcome back to our podcast. So today, we are talking all about attraction. Welcome to Date Differently, a podcast for the right girls dating the wrong guys. Where we talk about breaking all the goddamn rules. Attraction. The very difficult, confusing, ambiguous concept of attraction. What the hell is attraction? I know. Well, we took it to the streets and we asked a few of you guys what you thought attraction was. Attraction is that pulling feeling in the pit of your stomach that draws you to someone. It can be because of the way they make you laugh, the way they make you feel, the way that you interact, but it's often an indescribable sense. A physical attraction to the person. So there's obviously characteristics that you like about someone, whether that be their eyes or body shape or anything like that. But I think beyond that, like if you want to seriously have a relationship with someone, there's got to be features about them that you find attractive. So whether they're an outgoing person or they're a motivating person or, you know, having similar interests. The thing that you're attracted to, I don't know, that feeling that you get, like that lovey-dovey feeling, things you like, things that pull you together. I mean, that's a really hard thing to define. I guess attraction is like this unspeakable, undefinable thing, but it's essential because without it, then you're just nothing. I'd say attraction is like a combination of chemistry, things you like about that person, things you have in common. I don't know. Physical attraction. A mixture of things, different priorities, different people, people's long-term views, people's short-term views. You've got to make love to them, so you've generally got to be attracted to them physically. And you've got to generally be curious by them. What else is to them? What is still missing? What don't you know about them? So I see attraction as a kaleidoscope of chemicals and emotions trying to work together concertedly to kind of figure each other out. Um, in that respect, I, f- I also find it a very confusing thing. Um, you've got different facets of emotions. So you've got the physical side and then you've got uh, the, the um, uh, I guess, the um, actually connecting someone like with their personalities or on, that, on, that, on a less shallow level is what I'm trying to say. Um, so I also find in that respect it can be very, very confusing. I think if I were to describe it in one word, it would be, that, that would be the word I'd use, it's confusing. Attraction is when two people really like each other. They physically and emotionally connect and um, once once would be more than friends. So from those responses, it kind of seems like a very strong consensus in that nobody really knows what attraction means or what attraction is or how they know they're attracted to someone. Mm. It seems to be a balance between mental and physical attraction. When listening back to that just now, the thing that I really liked is I liked that one of the guys were like, two people that really like each other. Like, is that attraction? Is that dating? Like, it's so interesting. Well, yeah, it's, it could be as simple as that. And then, but then a lot of people said it was quite complex. So I think... Attraction, as in confusing. Somebody, I, I remember somebody saying, like, it's very confusing. I'm confused. I'm confused on what attraction is. Yeah, I think because there is that physical and mental aspect, and people do sometimes have 
trouble separating those two things yeah. when it comes to feelings and when it comes to how they feel towards people because they think, oh, maybe I'm really mentally attracted or I'm really physically attracted to this person, mm. but not so much mentally. So attraction can span lots of different areas. It sounds to me that nobody really knows what the hell attraction is. Like there was so much in those clips that was making me kind of question, do I even know what attraction is? Like you know, I don't claim to be a guru on attraction. I just have my opinions around it. But one guy was like, yeah, yeah, physical attraction. You know, you've got to be physically attracted to to a girl f- to start with, and um, and to me, I'm like, yeah, that's that's true. But is that my boy brain? Like, do I go to physical first over emotional? I don't know. I think girls definitely have that as well. You need to be physically attracted to someone, but I think it's about balancing the mental attraction with the physical attraction, so you're not stuck in the friend zone and mm. you move into this maybe potential relationship zone, but not into this friends with benefits zone. So I think if you go too far with the mental attraction, you might be stuck in the friend zone. Mm. If you go too far with the physical attraction, you know, you might think that it might lead you to being friends with benefits. So it's a very delicate balance maybe in some ways. Attraction. Attraction, yeah, it's a delicate balance. Why don't we call it what it is when it comes to dating, right? So I think attraction, yeah, we can we can build attraction. I think we can create attraction maybe between two individuals, whatever that means for you. When it comes to dating, isn't it just flirting? And I guess I want to put it in the context of what does that mean for our listeners? What does that mean for the people listening when it comes to building or creating attraction? I think that's an important thing to talk about because I have experienced being stuck in the friend zone before and I find it hard to move from being friends with someone to sort of letting them know that I'm attracted to them or sort of initiating that sort of next step. Do do you reckon most of our, like the people listening, our market, the girls that tune in to date differently, are you stuck in the friend zone, guys? You touched on it just now, right? Two ends to the spectrum. There's an end of like, oh shit, I'm stuck in the friend zone. He doesn't even see me. Like I'm, I'm, I really like this guy. I work with him and he's just overlooking me. And the other end of the spectrum is, oh God, he only sees me as a sexual object. Are you kidding me? He only wants to sleep with me. So therefore I'm never going to be seen by him as the type of girl that he wants to date. Like there's two really polarizing parts to the spectrum, right? Have you, like when you've been dating, Mads, have you ever felt that? Have you ever fallen in the friend zone with anyone? Oh my God, yes. I have definitely fallen in the friend zone. It's the worst. (laughs) It is the worst. It sucks. And part of it is probably because I'm afraid that if I try and push through to something a little bit more or try my luck, Mm -hmm. I risk losing that friendship. That's so interesting. Okay, I want to drill down on that. Do you mind? Do you mind if we drill down on this? Yeah, not at all. It fascinates me because we have so many girls in our following, the people that listen to our message, right, who say to me, Ross, I really like this guy, but he doesn't see me. I'm stuck in this friend zone. I'm his mate. Like, why do you do it? Why do you stay in the friend zone? Is that a, like for you, okay, uh, and without kind of being too personal, why did you stay in the friend zone with this guy you're talking about? Did you even know you got it? Like, what did you know you were friend zoned? Well, I don't know. I feel like you don't really know. You can only just assume because you don't know what someone else is thinking. I just honestly didn't know how to get out. I didn't actually know the practical tips on how to sort of show that I was interested in a different way. Yeah, right. And I remember, like, in the last episode, you mentioned flirting being like something you weren't very good at. Is that right? Yeah, I suck at flirting. I don't think anyone sucks at flirting. I think people think flirting is like a dark art. Like you, you've got this this dark it art. It kind of, of is to me when I think, Maddie. You know, you fancy this person. You need to try and flirt with him. I honestly think that I tell myself, you know, 
you know, show a bit of shoulder or like <laughs> flick your hair a the little look. bit. Like, yeah, do the look. I have this thing that I tried on Russ just before because we're talking about attraction. We're talking about moving from the friend zone. And I'm like, well, I've tried the look before. And he said, what's the look? What is the look? I didn't even know what it was. Okay, so I'm going to try gonna, it again. I'm going to try and verbally communicate the what? look. <laughs> Girls, I think some of you might know what I'm talking about. So you sort of look down at an angle. And then you look back up in an angle, you make eye contact for maybe about three seconds, and then you look away, and then you look back at him again and maintain eye contact. And the funny thing is, verbalizing this just makes it sound really stupid. I actually, look, look, I'm going to be honest, I don't think it's stupid at all. I think there's so much power in, especially if you haven't met a guy, right? So let's say you're making that eye contact across the room. Right. There's so much guy, so much power in. Uh, making that eye contact, holding it for a few seconds, breaking away, if you're going in the back right again, context. In the right context. But if you're in a workplace, like we it were ten work. minutes ago. <laughs> yeah, if you're in a workplace, mm-mm, people don't have that on their mind. If you're there in a bar, they've had a few drinks. Maybe they they might be thinking, ooh, you know, who's out there? But if you're at work. Generally, you're thinking, oh, shit, I've got this thing due. My boss is going on about me for this. Yeah, right. Like, this is flirting, right? And this is what we think flirting is or what we think attraction is. I don't. Again, I don't know if it's boy brain or whether I'm overly logical, but I see flirting and I see attraction as nothing more than communication skills, right? I think you can break... Fl- like, I know everyone listening is rolling their eyes right now and being, oh, you've been such a boy about it. But the truth is, I think you can break your flirting up into your nonverbal and your verbal communication. Right. So your verbal is what you say to him. And if you take a few risks and you be a bit cheeky and your nonverbal is exactly what you're talking about. It's like making that eye contact, holding it for a few seconds and then breaking that away. The thing is, in a world where we live on the dating apps, I think men don't see the signs anymore. I don't think they do. I think they don't have their blinkers open when it comes to dating, when they go about their day to day life. And we've we've talked about that before. People just aren't aware. So sometimes you do have to be a little bit more overt with your flirting than you might usually be. (laughs) Do you know what it reminds me of? And you guys listening as well. I don't know if anyone has had the opportunity to watch the latest Jumanji movie, right? Jumanji was a film I watched growing up and absolutely loved it. And then they did a bit of a remake with uh, Kevin Hart and The Rock and, and stuff recently. And there's a scene in there where Jack Black is trying to teach the girl how to flirt, one of the girls, one of the main characters. And he's like, toss your hair, bite your lip, do the seductive look. <laughs> and I, I would urge everyone, if you have not seen it, go and watch the clip of this movie because it's really funny because it's kind of close to the advice that's out there, right? And I know they do it in a really exaggerated and funny kind of way, but is that what flirting is today? Like, I think flirting is about genuinely stating your intentions. Like, telling a guy, I like you, without saying the words, I like you. And this is why I bring it back to this whole idea of communication skills. I bring it back to a verbal and a non-verbal approach. When you've got a non-verbal approach, do you initiate touch? Are you brave enough to initiate touch into your interaction? Are you brave enough to hold that eye contact? What does your tonality seem like? How are you talking really, really high pitched and really, really fast? And or are you bringing it down? Are you slowing it down? Are you being more seductive? And again, this is not for every interaction you have. And I'm not saying go out there and seduce every man that you meet, but I'm saying it's communication. It's honestly communicating your intentions. I like you. That being said, it is sometimes really hard to sort of control the tone or to be aware of your actions 
when you are in a face-to-face scenario, you're attracted to them. Why? Why is you, it so hard? Oh, my gosh. Are you just afraid? Is it of too course. scary to introduce that? Yeah, of course you're afraid. You're Dude, afraid if you it... end up in the friend zone, was it worth being scared for it? I don't know. <laughs> but you're afraid that if you do all these things that he's not going to pick up what you're putting down and then mm. you will feel like a like you've lost or you'll feel like a failure. Like in his eyes, he won't care. He, he won't, won't even, even know. He won't know what's happening. Yep. But in your own eyes you'll feel like a failure. And that is what people, I think, are scared of. That's what, what I'm scared are, of. So if you were, and, and this is this is interesting, I wonder if it's very different for guys versus girls, yeah? For us, uh, at least from the girls, guys I've worked with, sometimes they're terrified to initiate touch, right? Because they might be seen to be creepy or weird, right? Oh, so guys have those same oh fears, Oh my God, of course we do. Yeah. Like we have the way. same fears of initiating touch because yeah. there's noise around being creepy and, and being too forward about certain things. Okay. Um, so a lot of guys won't do it. As people, we don't initiate touch enough. Yeah, touch definitely. is like a, touch is a major accelerator of attraction. If you do it right, I would say talking from the point of communication, if you were to break communication up into that verbal and non-verbal sectors, I would say that 20% of your verbal communication builds attraction and then 80% of your non-verbal communication, so your touch, builds attraction. Whereas if you flip that and you go 80% of your verbal communication and 20% of your non-verbal communication, then that builds itself to comfort. I think that I just probably overcomplicated that by a long shot. But does that make sense? Yeah, I like the numbers. It's an 80-20, right? Yeah. It's like you're mixing a little drink and, you know, you need to add need to add more touch and just a dash of communication and a, and to da- build that a dash attraction. Of, yeah, a dash of conversation. Oh, well, a dash of intention in your conversation, maybe. And, well, it does tie into, you know, what everyone was talking about when we interviewed people and asked them what attraction was. Mm. And they all communicated that it was a feeling. It was pull. It was feeling. chemistry. You don't develop all those things through talking you develop it through contact through being physical yeah and the number of women that have said to me i was like have you flirted with him are you flirting with a the guy they said yep we had a conversation mm-hmm. and I, I don't think chatting to a guy is flirting with a guy that's just talking to him and that's it like if you think about it like your friends I mean, you hug your friends, but you probably don't, you know, cuddle up on the couch with people who are just your friends. And that's sort of the difference. That's what separates people who are your potential partners to your friends is you just touch them more. Let's bring this back into context, right? Even in today's world, right, where you're talking about in a relationship, right? So you're cuddling up to someone on the couch, you're introducing touch. But what about in today's world where we're not getting past that third date, where a lot of girls are kind of going, oh, I'm, I'm meeting a guy and I've gone on date one, I've gone on date two. What does attraction mean in that space? Like, what does flirting mean in that space? I think people maybe need to, as creepy as it sounds, <laughs> be a bit more touchy-feely on those think- first few dates. If you are interested in them, then show it with your body like i don't know whatever it takes maybe before the date you have to do a little bit of dance you have to get loosey-goosey obviously you're not going (laughs) to have your hands all over him you're not going to be like macking on in the in the toilet unless that's what you want to do go for Mm. it but um, where do you draw where do you draw the line so what is too much flirting oh man so let's say here's a question and a question to our viewers viewers sorry our listeners as well right would you kiss a guy on a first date does that send the wrong message is that still building attraction I'd love to hear what your thoughts are. Email us on russ at thesocialcollective.com.au and let me know, would you kiss a guy 
on a first date? What are your rules when it comes to flirting with a guy? Would you go home with a guy on a first date? Would you sleep with him on a first date? I mean, that might not necessarily be building attraction or do people think that's building attraction? I've grown up in the dating space and my take on what attraction is, it's really about building sexual tension. Right? Oh, I like the sexual tension. I, I think so. And I think we've said from day dot, right, that these podcasts are supposed to be honest and open and raw. And I don't think we should shy away from the point that sex plays a big part in dating and relationships. And that's another major thing that I was talking about, separating your friendships from your relationships. Sex is one of the main things that separates yeah. those two and, things. And it's so much fun to build sexual tension with someone. Oh to my God, have, it's the best. To, to have the that understanding that we both like each other, that we're going to be a bit cheeky and we're going to be a bit fun and we're going to be a bit naughty, for want of a better phrase, but at the same time be very conservative and composed and not put ourselves out there it's too It's a fun much. little pull. And it's a balance, which I think is what you were saying at the very beginning. Yeah. Because when I listen back to, again, those vox pops of people's opinions on what is attraction, some of it felt very, very broad. And like it could be, like people don't necessarily know what it is. If you don't know what it is, how do you create it? That is, that's a very good point because that's the thing. It's a thing that people feel. And then, you know, if people want to build attraction and they want to build attraction with someone, they have no idea how to do it because it's just a feeling. Like you can't put a feeling in someone. Mm. It kind of ties in with everything that we've talked about sort of in this podcast so far. How to build attraction is like being your true self and showing up, being a bit flirty like it's all about using the tools that you've got and finding the right people and just being yourself Mm, okay that's interesting using the tools you've got finding the right people and being yourself there's a big part of me that wants to push back and go no i think you can actually create chemistry i think you've got the the power to and for want of a better phrase and i don't want to say the word seduce but you can seduce a man because it's really about knowing the right words and the right things to say at the right time and that's something you can learn and i think over the years like i always think about one of the best um not best one of the biggest i guess learning points for me is i once went to a talk where a mentor of mine talked about what drives a player right when it comes to men what what drives a player why is a player a player and when he kind of described it when he talked about the types of players one of the things that he talked about is is this whole idea of players have um an innate ability to build attraction with someone very very quickly they have the skills to then go i know what i need to say and do to build attraction build sexual chemistry with you so that therefore I can have you wanting my every word and wanting to be part of my life and um, that to me comes back down to oh well actually this is something that can be learned so imagine having that power imagine having and hopefully using it for good but imagine having that power being able to have full control over building attraction or creating chemistry with a guy and being able to flirt with him in the way that positions you as a kind of woman that is sexual interesting fun cheeky engaging a little bit naughty but yet still carries yourself with a sense of self-respect i'm like oh i want to be this lady i want to be this woman i don't know how to do all these things it's sort of framing this person that's got it all under control in all these different aspects of dating and i feel like 
none of us are like that is painting the ideal picture of the dating woman. Mm. None of us are ever going to reach that. None of us are ever going to do that. We've all got different strengths that lie in different areas, but that's the thing we can work on different parts of ourselves to be able to date more effectively. That's a really good point as well. It's not about that little ramble that I went off is because I've had my own experiences with being the guy that women didn't want to meet. I was the guy that women didn't didn't find attractive. I was this chubby little nerd from East London and I realized through my own growth and through my own story that I could create chemistry with people. And like, you know, that's a story for another time. But what well, I guess what it is is about not going to extremes. It's not going to the other end of the spectrum where you can go, all right, I've got all these skills to be able to build attraction and build chemistry with a guy and really flirt with him. But it's knowing when to flirt. When's the right time to flirt with the guy that you like? And not just when to flirt, but how to flirt with him. That positions you as the kind of woman that sort of says, all right, I've I like you and now I'm showing you I like you and I'm taking the risk to put myself out there to show you my intentions so that I don't fall into a friend zone. And I think this kind of sums up nicely kind of everything that we've talked about in the previous episodes the around think, around meeting men, around being more engaging and now around attracting men is, is for me, it really comes back down to something that is a learnable skill. Right, you can learn to think differently. You can choose. Sorry, not learn. Choose and learn. Choose to think. Open differently. yourself to learning about these yeah, different things. Absolutely. Yeah. You, but you can learn to meet differently. You can learn to be more engaging if that's important to you, and you can definitely learn to flirt. If there is any women out there listening and going, "Oh, I don't know how to flirt with a guy." Yep, got my hand up here. <laughs> <laughs> I think you can learn it. I think you can be in a position to invest in yourself. And I say this with a pinch of salt, and I say this is a bit tongue-in-cheek, because what I'm actually saying here is don't invest in yourself and learn these skills to meet a guy. Invest in yourself and learn these skills for yourself. Do it because you want to be the best version of you. And what kind of happens is the right kind of guy comes along because you're putting yourself out there in that certain kind of way. Does that kind of make sense? Yep, you're being an open sunflower and you're going to let the bumblebees (laughs) come come to to you. you. Love it. Think, meet, engage, and attract. Be the sunflower. And this is our date differently strategy in a very, very small nutshell. Thank you, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you for listening. Thank you for getting through these podcasts with us. I'm having a shitload of fun with you. Um, please write in if you want to. It's russ at the socialcollective.com.au. Head over to our Facebook page, hashtag date differently. And it's got a tagline to it, doesn't it? <laughs> it does have a tagline to it. If you want to find, look, we want to keep having this conversation. So if you want to jump on the Facebook group, it's a private closed group. We're talking about dating all the time. It is hashtag date differently let's break all the goddamn rules yeah please head over to our facebook page and join in the discussion we love to hear what you're talking about all right guys thank you for tuning in we love you lots talk soon see ya see ya thanks for listening guys if you like what we're putting down do not hesitate to hit subscribe to this podcast and help continue the conversation with us on our facebook group it's hashtag date differently let's break all the goddamn rules we would love to see you there